0: All right, let's pray. Father, we thank you for another time to minister. We ask and we say there is illumination, Uh, there is precision, there is no confusion in this atmosphere. We say that our highest understanding is alighting much more and more, and and we are stable on your grace, and our heart is fixed on your love we can comprehend the mysteries of christ clearly in the name of jesus amen amen and amen all right uh let's kick start and let's get started are you ready are you ready all right all right all right bible eminetics let's start with that i will not spend too much time today i'll just give you a background then we'll continue tomorrow we'll continue next week or somewhere. i don't know all right bible eminetics i don't want you to know something in bible and me notice by notice is like saying bible and his interpretation bible and his interpretation so you say so there's there's something i want you to to pick out here if you can f- understand this concept well and i'm not going to rush it if you can understand this concept well you have understood a bulk of your problem in bible study that's that's just one thing i want the series to do for you one, to, one major aim I have in this series is that I want you to come to a comprehension of how exactly can you study the Bible? How exactly is the Bible written? How exactly is the Bible well understood? How exactly can you figure out how to explain and and dissect a lot of things? and You can't stand and just be a rabble rouser. You can't stand and be a rat You can't stand and just joke around with vital informations in the scripture. You can't. You you, you, you can't do that. You, You really can't do that. You must not also be in a hurry in Bible study. You see even as a preacher of the gospel if you study me well you study i teach in series i teach in part i break my words down i explain things i water things down some of you have been with me over the years you see how i taught one concept of predestination under 20 minutes just imagine my stupidness I thought predestination, all that 20 minutes, predestination that now if I want to teach it, will take me almost months, but I thought 20 minutes, breaking it down, I'm sure Abraham will remember that story, I thought predestination, really Abraham was confused, <laughs> Abraham looked at me, I remember one question Abraham asked me, but I remember correctly. he said, so, you mean there is no destiny, <laughs> don't mind my stupidness, Abraham, at that time I was still growing, <laughs> Anyway, (laughs) you must pay attention to details. A preacher must pay attention. I believe every one of you are preachers, right? So, you must pay attention to details. You must. You you must not just gloss over your details. You can't be in a hurry. You can't say, oh, I will not want to explain this. No, (laughs) you would explain everything carefully. You will explain everything carefully. So, you know, Paul Paul was something in his in his teaching, and, and he said something in 2 in, in Timothy. He says, in First Timothy, not 2 Timothy, 1 Timothy verse 3 to 1, when he, when he was given the criteria of the qualities of the bishop, and he said that he must be apt to teach. Let's open our Bibles to First Timothy. 1 Timothy 3 verse 1 and 2. 1 Timothy 3 verse 1 to 2. First Timothy, verse three, verse, First Timothy three verse one to two. 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 two. It says uh, Are you there? Are you there? Or oh, you forgotten how to open your Bibles? <laughs> Alright, are you there? It says that this is a true saying that if a man desires the office of his bishop, he desires a good work. And verse 2 he says, a bishop must be blameless, an husband of one wife, vigilant, sober, of good behaviour, given to hospitality, apt to teach. So you see, apt to teach, apt to teach, apt to teach is translated from the Greek word didaskalos, 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 D I D A K I T, K I L O S. The dascalos. D I D A K I, H L O S. The dascalos. I'm sure it, even if I say it, Tony will still ask, "What did I say?" <laughs> ah, Tony. It is this the dascalos? It implies an ability to explain. So when it says have to teach, have to teach means it's from the Greek word the Daskalos. It means an ability to explain. So a bishop, a preacher of the gospel, must have the ability to explain. What are you now explaining? It's not just explain. Oh. How to get away with murder? You're spinning from series one to series six. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. That, that's not what you will be. That's not what you will have the apt to teach about. <laughs> your aptness to teach will be your aptness towards the Bible. You following what I'm saying? I mean, if you are following me, I just lift your hands. If you are following me, I'll see you in the street. Lift your hands. All right. All right. <laughs> Abraham, lift your hands because I know you will not lift your own (laughs) alright so it must have the ability so you must have the ability to teach ability to, to explain the text of the Bible don't just go and be saying it is Old Testament shut up don't say those stupid things don't say those stupid things you didn't say, oh, somebody asks you a question and say, you know, in the book of Esther, this and that, you say, ah, it's Old Testament. Are you okay? Or Benny? That's no, that's no. you you must be ready. So, are you, are you, are you following what I'm saying? So, you must be apt to teach. So, when Paul was, so when Paul was not, so when Paul was not referring to an oratory skill, he was referring to, and explaining the text of the bible an ability that he has received via training some of you you don't know how to follow your own training i'm coming for those of some of you later anyway this is (laughs) so an ability to explain the text. Paul was not refined to ability to talk well or to just blow grammar just say, um, or just all those poetry people that say to say, uh, I see the season, the sun sun, the sun sun and the sun sun and the sun sun and the sun sun. And I was somewhere one time and somebody some days ago and I went for one dinner. <laughs> And the person, they were doing word poetry. The person was saying, yeah, I see the sun, I see the moon. No, that's not. <laughs> I see the love in your eyes. Ah, that's not what, that's not, that's not the aptness to teach you. The aptness to teach will mean an ability to talk well, an ability to explain the Bible, explain as you have received it. Via the training you've received, so it's not just explaining, it is via the training you've received it. So, your communication of the Bible is not just I want to explain it in my own understanding, yes, I'm not just disputing that, but there is an how in the explanation. That is why look at Second Timothy three 14. Second Timothy three fourteen. Tony, we still ask, Where did what did I say? 2 <laughs> Timothy 3.14 2 Timothy 3.14 2 Timothy 3.14 Look at it. It says, But continuing the things which thou hast learned, and thou hast assured of, knowing of whom thou hast lent them. Look at it. 2 well, Timothy 3.14 Abraham 2 Timothy 3.14 second timothy 314 he says continue in the things which thou hast learnt." so what are you to continue into what you have learned and thou has been assured knowing of whom thou has learnt them so you are you know who you learnt something from and you continue in the ways of what you have been taught. So when you are to explain the scripture, you explain it the same way you have been taught. So Timothy was to continue in the things he has learned. Learned from who? Who did he learn it from? Who did Timothy learn this thing from? Second Timothy two. 2. Open your Bible. 2 Timothy two 2 Second Timothy two. 2. 2 Timothy 2 2. Where did, where did Paul he learned it from? 2 Timothy 2 2. He says, And the things which thou hast learned of me among many witnesses. So the things you have learned of me among many witnesses, the same co- commit thou to faithful men, which shall be able to teach others also. So it says the thing. Look at it. I will read it again. Second Timothy two two. Second Timothy two two. second Timothy two two. <laughs> and the things that thou hast laid on me among many witnesses, brother Acipus. Hear this: <laughs> the things that thou hast learned on me among many witnesses, the same continue commit thou to faithful men we shall be able to teach others also so you don't just commit your life and your ministry to people who are not listening to you no paul said commit it to faithful men so you are raising disciples you are breeding men for the lord who would you choose who would you commit your message to? Who would who would do, do, do? those who are listening to you? Those who can say what you are saying, what for what? Those who would follow what you are doing. The things he has heard. Would where did he learn it for? He learned it of Paul. So he will commit that same thing to faithful men. That is, he will all type that same message to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. So, Paul cannot just commit, so Timothy cannot just commit the message to men who are not faithful. Are you seeing it now? Timothy cannot commit the message or commit to people or trust his ministry or trust people to preach on his stead to people he doesn't trust that we commit or teach what he's teaching. Have you seen the pattern? The things he has heard. In things he learned from Paul. So that's the continuation. The things you have learned from Paul, Timothy too, Timothy has learned it from Paul. Timothy will teach what he learned from Paul to others. Others will take what he has, they have learned from Timothy, where did Timothy learn it from? He learned it from Paul, they will take it to others. Others will learn what they thought, learned from others that they learned from Timothy, they will take it to others, and that is how it spreads. So that the message can be well grounded, so the message don't have an if, so the message don't have a but somewhere. Are you following what I'm saying? So you committed to faithful men. Who are the faithful? You you will know the faithful men. How good the faithful men is not is not part of my message right now. The faithful men who shall be able to teach all that also so that you will not be scared when somebody is teaching you. Will, so that is why when Timothy wrote to Paul when Paul sorry when sorry 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 sorry, sorry. when Paul wrote to Timothy he said that's, he knew that Timothy will commit the message that's confidence. he knew that Timothy will commit that same message that he has taught him to others. That's discipleship. So, the Bible teacher must be trained. So, where will Timothy learn his interpretation from? Or his hermeneutics from? From Paul. Where will the people who Paul, who Timothy taught, learn their own hermeneutics from? From Timothy. The past, the continuation. So, a Bible teacher must be well trained in how to interpret the books of the bible you must be trained you can't just wake up one morning and say oh I, i'm called i want to teach the gospel brother calm down <laughs> calm down you have to be well schooled on how to explain the bible there's something i learned from pastor pastor said pastor j now he said he was talking to pardon me to use the example this example he said pastor j now he taught him how to even say praise the lord he taught him everything so that is how to commit the faithful message a a faithful message you commit it, so you can't just so a a preacher of the gospel must be diligent that's why i tell you take notes you have your teaching notes your teaching notes will stand... So, where will Timothy's teaching notes stand from? From Paul's teaching notes. Are you seeing this pattern? Where will Timothy's teaching notes be from? What he has learned from Paul, then he will go and use it to teach others. Where will others draw their teaching notes from? From what Paul taught Timothy, that Timothy taught them. doesn't make sense to you guys. So, the Bible teacher must be well trained don't forget we are still studying Bible immunotics, Bible and its interpretations. So, it is a function of faithfulness. It's a function of diligence that brings forth this ability. A function of faithfulness. A function of diligence. A function of that will bring forth this ability. How diligent are you How committed are you to the message of the gospel? How committed are you to your teacher? How active do you follow your teacher? How? How do you follow? How actively do you follow? Can you explain and carry the message your teacher taught you word for word to another person? Can you faithfully continue it? How faithful are you? So, it is important for us to know that the lack of training is what has brought forth a lot of false teaching. Why do you think we are hard on you? No, it's because if you are not careful, you will enter heresy. If you do not say some things right, false teaching will enter your head. If you want to go to the people that go and say, this is how I think it to be, you will enter heresy and you will not know because you don't know as much as your teacher who has taught you have known so you can't go on the basis of I think or I think you know I told some of you that there are some certain subjects that I can't even teach for the next three years because I don't know it too well not because I don't know I know it but I have not had enough basis and enough grounds to teach those topics so Lack of not being faithful, lack of not, not of not being diligent is what has brought forth false teachings and a lot of false practices. So today, now we have different errors caused by there are different divisions, denominations, different even false conversion, different different things. So people say that's all. Okay. I was somewhere one time. Someone would say, Oh, all I believe is that hmm, as far as Jesus will give me more. I, I was talking with, I was doing one outreach one time, I think some weeks back, and I met one Uber man and we were just talking about the gospel. The man said, See, my holy problem <laughs> this will got you laughing he said my holy problem in this gospel said, i believe this to you as you he said well, my holy problem is that where are, where are they where the money they are collecting in church what are they using i say, brother sir sir <laughs> calm down sir <laughs> i said calm down this that is not your business i said don't don't the church need money he said i know well people like me that i'm hungry why can't they give me the money ah Ah. see if you meet people where you (laughs) fear so a lot of because a lot of people are not being faithful with the message a lot of people are not being diligent with the message false practices are out Emerge, false denominations, divisions, even false converts—different things emerge, and it will also hinder the spiritual growth of a lot of believers. A lot of people's spiritual growth will be hindered. A lot, it will be hindered. Different, different beliefs everywhere. People having and holding on to different beliefs it will be in that so look at look at philemon six let's open our bibles to philemon six philemon six philemon six philemon six philemon one verse six philemon are you there are you there joy are you there (laughs) Are you there? You know one funniest thing is that so we were listening to our our materials online and somebody was saying <laughs> let me tell you guys one story. Somebody was saying um so somebody met me and said, ah, I used to listen to your message online, blah 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 blah, blah. and um and basically said who is Chiamaka? I said ah Chiamaka is a goat. Ha <laughs> ha don't stop. I was just joking. Somebody somebody was asking me who is the, and they know all of his name, oh. so uh, you better be careful. <laughs> because you are global now, you are international, international, international audience. Anyway, that's just by the side. 1 verse 6. Philip 1 verse 6. Philemon 1 verse 6. Is it, so, it says, that um, the communication of your faith will be effectual. Um, it says, uh, Philemon 1 verse 6. It says, that the communication of your faith may become effectual by acknowledging every good thing which is in you in Christ Jesus. So, A Bible teacher must pay attention to details. I want you to write this down and write it clearly. A Bible teacher must pay what? Attention to details. Lift your hands and say, say I pay good attention to details. Alright, let's continue. A Bible teacher must pay attention to details. He must be trained. He must be taught. You must be trained. You must be taught. Let it be known that I am taught. They taught me well. They taught me prayer well. They taught me how to follow God's leading well. They taught me how to explain the scriptures well. They, let it be known. Let it be known. Let it be known that you are well taught. You are well trained. And you understand the act of Bible interpretation. And that's what we are studying. I'm not going to watch it. I'm going to take it step by step. If it would take me months, I will take it step by step to, to build this case. Bible, I mean not things. Now, look at something very key. Look at something very key. And I want us to... So You must be well taught. You, you must be well taught. You must be well thought. Let's go let's let, let's go to heart 8. Hat eight verse 27 to 35. At eight verse 27 to 35. At eight verse 27 to 35. At eight. At eight, verse twenty-seven to thirty-five, it says, "Are you there?" At eight, verse twenty-seven to thirty-five, are you there? Tony, open that place. Are you there? <laughs> All right. At eight, verse twenty-seven to thirty-five, it says, "And he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia and Enoch of great authority under Candace, queen of Ethiopia." who had a charge of all treasures and had come to Jerusalem for worship. Carvage 28 Was returning and sitting in his chariot, read Isaiah the prophet and said, Unto Philip, go near and join thyself unto the chariot. Verse 30 And Philip ran to him and said, And heim did you read from prophet Isaiah and said, Understand it what thou readest. In Revelation 9, says, Understand thou. <laughs> all right understand the what thou read it i know says how can a man understand how can a man uh, and he said how can i accept some man guide me and he desired and he desired philip and he said unto you and he and, and it, and it was and he would come up and sit with him in the place of the scripture which he read and it was and he was led a sheep to be slaughtered and a lamb Done before the shears, so he opened he the mouth and in this illumination, he declared the judgment and was taken away. And he declared his generations for the life is taken off from the heads. And you know, cancer Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom thou speakest, the prophet, on of himself and of other man Then Philip opened his mouth and began the same scriptures and he preached in Jesus hallelujah! All right, so now the above text, we see two characters, Philip and the man or the Ethiopian Enoch, And one first thing to note was the question Philip had, or Philip asked him, or asked him. Hmm, believe me, which one? Asked. <laughs> asked him. And that is it is. understand what thou readest. Understand what thou readest. Now, the question is this a lot of people read the bible right and the question is i've met somebody who told me one time he said uh, I, I think i was preaching to the person sometimes i went for one hour and the and the person was saying i've read the bible pages to pages i've read about so the person called it i've read about 55 pages of the bible i was like eh." Really, what did you say? I was just reading about a man called Jesus. No, no, you don't say called Jesus. He said about one man can me leave. and I was like, okay, fine. What, what did you study? What did you learn? Is I don't understand it. Okay, I met another atheist. The guy said I finished the Bible before. Ah, that 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 was one motivation for me to even help me finish the Bible. Like I told myself, ah, if an atheist finished the, you know, some people have finished the Bible before and. They finished it confused. <laughs> so, and the question is this, right? And do people really understand what they read? A lot of people say, I want to read my Bible. I want to finish my Bible. I want to read it. I want to understand it. Ah, as a boy, I've got into the, into the bit of everything is Christ. Hey, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> Everything is just Christ. When you just open the Bible, you don't be seeing Christ. Eh? Christ too was in the serpent. The serpent that is in the Garden of Eden. That is was that Christ. <laughs> so let's be guided. <laughs> Alright. So, Philip and the Ethiopian eunuch. And he said, understand the word thou readeth. One very first thing to know is that. That's one question. One question. And I want you to ask yourself today. Yes, pages you have read in the scriptures. Do you understand it? This is Bible and its interpretation. And I trust that this... And I'm praying to God. And I trust that this series would bring to us clarity. And making us understand much of Bible immunities. or much of understanding what the Bible is all about. Now, do you really understand this bible do you do you understand what you read now and that scenario is very clear a man a man look at the scenario the eunuch was just reading a text of the bible and he was just reading you know a lot of us just read today we just say let's just read let's read let's just let's just read let's just read and he was reading this text of the bible and he just read and read, and he does. And he, I, I feel like he, he felt misled and he didn't get it. And don't forget, he was reading from the Old Testament, he was reading from Isaiah, Isaiah 53, verse 7 to verse 7 downwards. He was reading from Isaiah because you, you read from um, verse 30 in I in Acts 8, verse um, at 8, verse 32. At 8, verse 32, the place of the scripture which he read was this. He led his sheep. That's Isaiah. Isaiah 53, verse 7 and 8. Now, he was reading the same text and he didn't get it. But there was something about Philip, and that is why you have to be trained you you know Jesus taught them for 40 days look at the pattern Jesus has taught the apostles for 40 days and 40 nights explaining the scriptures to them in Luke 24 and beginning from prophets and um, beginning from the scriptures he began to expound unto them the things uh, sorry and am beginning from Moses sorry and all the prophet, Luke 24, verse 25, he began to expound unto them the things in the scriptures concerning himself. And it says, Hot not Christ shall buried and rose again the third day? Now, Jesus has spent 40 days and 40 nights walking the apostles through. You read the Great commissions, going to the world and preach the Gospel unto the great. Matthew 28, and preach the Gospel to uh, all creatures, saying in the name of the baptizing name in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and clean. And it now says, and uh, all powers is given unto me, never than the heads. In Luke 24, he says, And repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name above every other name. In Mark 16, he says, Go into the world and preach the gospel. He says, See that believers shall be saved, that believers shall be baptized. That was the summary of the message, right? Jesus has taught them. Now, don't forget where we are coming from. Jesus taught the apostles, the apostles taught Philip. Philip was one of those guys in Acts six that look at in Acts. 6. Let's go to Acts. 6. Let's just backtrack. Open your Bibles to Acts six. Acts six. Acts six. Acts six. Acts six. Acts six. Verse five. Acts six. Verse five. Acts six. Verse five. Open. 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 Acts six. Verse five. It says, "And saying, and this saying pleased the multitude, and they showed Stephen a mouthful of faith and of the Holy Ghost." And Philip, that's the guy. That's the guy, Philip. By act eight, he was doing one that's going around. So they chose Philip. Philip was one of those people the apostles knew and they were taught. So look at the pattern. Jesus taught the apostles, the apostles taught them, and the apostles now is now teaching the utopian, you know, the exact message. You know, Jesus taught them from the Old Testament, the apostles taught them from the Old Testament. And the and Philip too was doing the same thing. Are you seeing this? The same pattern. Same pattern. Same pattern. So now, watch carefully. I hope you guys are following me carefully. Watch, watch, watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Watch this. Are you guys are following me? All right. Now let's see see he, he so so he said so now understanding what thou read it so that's can so that is a man can read a text of the bible and he will not have an understanding of what he has read so it's possible you can have disciples you can meet people in this year of, in this year of us, lighting up the dark places in the supernatural office and everything you can meet people that you just They will think they've read the Bible, they've done it, and they don't understand. You're wondering. You remember one time when we went for altruism? You know, one guy was arguing scripture for us, and say the guy was forming. Some of you know him that we encountered those that one guy like that. but he, in IPU, when went some one guy sat down. you were counting it, and the major problem is, did we all sin in Adam? That 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 was this major question. I you 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 know the guy. The guy had oratory speech. The guy was talking and everything, and he, the guy. If not for if not that some of you were grounded, the guy wanted the the, the the guy had the mission to confuse all of you Well, that's why you have to be watching so people can read the bible and they will not get it and they will not understand the text they read so the next thing to us I will be how Philip interpreted or explained that text how did Philip explain that text how did he explain the text I hope you are following me carefully. I really hope you are doing. How did Philip explain that text? Now look at something carefully. Look at look at something very carefully. Let's go back to let's go to Isaiah. Isaiah fifty three. Open your Bible to so Isaiah fifty three. Isaiah fifty three verse seven. Isaiah fifty three verse seven. Isaiah 53, verse 7. Tony, Isaiah 53, verse 7. It's like, Tony is ready to enter my mouth this year. Bro. the way f- <laughs> Tony, get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah 53, verse 7. He was oppressed and he was afflicted. Yet, he opened not his mouth and is brought as a lamb to be slaughtered. And a sheep before the shears is dumb and is open, so not the mouth. Look at verse 8. And was taken from the prison and from judgment, he shall declare it is generation. For he shall cut off of the land of the living, for the transgression of my people was his stricken. And look at something. Now, look at something very carefully. Observe something very carefully and that is in verse 34 verse 34 of is at eight. go to at it now look at verse 34. look at something in isaiah 34. look at something there is that sorry not isaiah 34. at it go to at it verse 34. let's go back to at it verse 34. at it verse 34. Look at that. the voices and the eunuch and the eunuch answered Philip and said, "I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet of this of himself or of some other man look at the question look at that question he says, look, look, let me read it again he says and the eunuch answered and answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom thou speaketh and the prophet this of himself or of some other man." So look at what Philip look, look look at it. Look at Philip. Look at Philip's response in verse thirty-five. Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at that same scripture, he preached unto him Jesus. Wow, how did Philip learn how to do this? Look at the pattern. The Bible says in Luke twenty-four. You know that place already. Luke twenty-four. Jesus taught them and said, "I'm beginning from Moses." He expanded the scripture to them. The apostles followed that same pattern and explained. Philip followed. You see, it's not like Philip was doing like Jesus in Luke 24. But we did not learn it from? The apostles, not in Jesus. Because Philip was not directly under them. Are you seeing this pattern very carefully? So that shows a Bible. You must pay attention to details. As details. As a student of God's word, how did your teacher Explain that text. What peg did he leave there? Do you want to add your own addition? That is your that that is where your problem will come from. Do you want to can you stop where he stopped? Can you explain what he explained verbatim? Do you get this thing? So look at verse 37. So now look, look at something very carefully. Philip preached Jesus from that same script, scripture. Philip preached Jesus from that same, and Isaiah was talking about Jesus. The prophecy was about, it was concerning Christ Jesus, and that was the center point of the revelation of the scripture. So what Isaiah was reading was synonymous to the prophecies concerning Jesus, and Philip preached christ to him from that text how did philip understand he was taught so don't forget what i told you don't forget what i told you a bible teacher must pay attention to details you must pay attention to details you must be trained you must be taught you must properly know how to explain the scriptures your head must be calculating as i'm explaining now you must your head should be thinking Ha! Ah, look at that he's even explaining this look at that! Is teaching us this topic look at how he's going through it how is it that should be your mindset as you are paying attention as you are listening that is what you are going through look at it at eight, verse 37 go to at it verse 37 now at eight, verse 37 and philip said if thou believe with all the hands that thou mayest he answered and said i believe that jesus christ is the son of god wow glory to god so a proper interpretation of the text of scriptures brought about an understanding of salvation i'll say it again a proper interpretation of a text of scripture brought about an understanding about an understanding and then salvation a proper interpretation of a text of scriptures brought about understanding and then salvation a proper interpretation of a text of scripture brought about understanding and then salvation so that shows we must be careful with how we handle the scriptures you can't handle the scriptures loosely because lives are at stake men men who are hearing you are at stake that's why you go prepared you go with your notes planned you are sure you have listened before i even came up to teach you guys i've listened attention have plugged things on my ears I've ensured I've fed myself enough this is what we have prepared scenes Are you getting me you because lives are at stake people are even listening so you know all of you that, that all of you listening to me there are some other audience online listening also It's beyond you so look at look at what just a proper text of interpretation can do. It can either create heresy or it can create salvation in the heart of the air. So you must be careful. If you don't understand in text, don't teach it. Don't, what gain? You want to form knowledge. <laughs> Abraham knows now. Abraham, you are there, you guys know. <laughs> Those days. I thought predestination, a series that <laughs> that should take me. <laughs> Right now, it should take me one month. I finished it in 20 minutes (laughs) because it was (laughs) bonny. They they, 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 they need to understand that that, that there is something called predestination. Calm down, (laughs) you know. If you, if you, somebody told me, somebody told me on Sunday, I think on Sunday, yeah. Somebody told me on Sunday, Somebody, the person finished this our incarnation series. I know some of you, you you never even finish them. So people outside, they finished it. You you are still there. (laughs) Somebody finished the incarnation series and told me, he said, I have never seen, this 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 is how he said it and and I'm trying not to exaggerate. This this is how he said it. He said, I have never, actually him and his girlfriend actually listened to the series. And both of them, both of them said, I have never seen a scene well-dicted and carefully answering questions the way it was. He said the funniest thing is the way it ended, it this this is how the guy said He said, the way it ended, it actually ended in a very in a place where it can leave you anticipating for more, but leave you with a place where you are calm. That's how he said. So you have to be. You can't, you, you can't have a lazy approach towards the scripture. Philip took his time. You know what in the, the, the book of God did to us was summary. You know, Philip would have said, All right, let's go back to that text. You know, they will skip, look, skip that details. Let's go back to that text. Let's see it. You know, will, you know Philip would have explained those things well. Then he said, I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. So look at what a proper text of the Bible can do. It can bet salvation. I'll say it again. A proper interpretation of text of scripture. Brought about an understanding and then salvation. A proper interpretation of text. Brought about an understanding than interpretation. So, you can see that there are a lot of dangers to misinterpretation of texts of scriptures. And we'll see a lot in this series. We will. We'll see a lot. We have not even started already. We've not started. We'll see a lot in this series. There's a lot of dangers to misinterpretation of texts. Look at Luke twenty four. Go to, open your Bible to Luke twenty four. Look at the first Bible study Jesus did upon the resurrection. The first Bible study Jesus did upon the resurrection. Look at Luke twenty four. I've been quoting since, but let's open your Bible. Stay now. Open your Bible. Stay. Luke twenty four. Luke twenty four. Luke twenty four. 24. Now look at what he says. Look 24, verse 25. And he said unto them, Oh fools, why am I skeptical of saying these old fools? Sorry, you guys are no fools. I'm just <laughs> oh fools, is love to believe <laughs> all that the prophet has spoken. Ought not Christ to have suffered these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning at Moses and all the prophets, he expounded unto them. In all the scriptures, the things concerning himself. Look at this. Now go to verse 44. Look at verse 44. Go to verse 44 now. And he said unto them, These are the words which I speak unto you while I was yet with you, that the things must be fulfilled which are written in the law of Moses, in the prophets, and in the psalms concerning me. Then he opened their understanding that they might understand the scriptures. Now, this is the first Bible study Jesus did up with them upon the resurrection. He called them all fools. Love how to believe all that prophet. You know, those guys have been studying the Old Testament. They've been reading. They've been studying. But they did not know. But they did not know. They did not know. So, is this awful slover to believe all that the Prophet has spoken? Ought not Christ to last suffer those things and to be raised to the dead the third day? Look at verse 25. Look at, sorry, go to verse 44. Go to verse 44. And he said unto These are the words that I spoke to you. Where shall way to, to, to all things that they look at verse 45. Then he opened the understanding understand this. Let's go back to verse 25 now. All that the prophet has spoken. Uh, verse 25 in Luke 24. Luke 24, verse 25, o fools Then he said unto them, All fools, slow of heart to believe. All that the prophet has spoken. Blah, um, ought not Christ to not not christ to be rose from the dead the third day and it now says i'm beginning from moses and all the scriptures so all that was spoken the word spoken is from the greek called lalio 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 the word spoken is from the greek called lalio lalio the word spoken is from the greek called called lalio L a l-e-o. L-A-L-E-O. and implies what was altered, what was said. Laleo. What was altered, what was said. What was altered, what was said. What was altered, what was said. Laliu L-A-L-E-O. L-A-L-E-O. what was spoken. L-A-L-E-O. What was altered, what was said. So Jesus was referring to utterances, and prophecies of all that was spoken. What was spoken? Look at First Peter one verse ten to eleven. First Peter one verse ten to eleven. First Peter one verse ten to eleven. Open your Bibles. First Peter one. one first Peter one verse ten to eleven. First Peter one verse ten to eleven. It says, of which salvation the prophet have acquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto you, searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ, which was in them they signified. Then he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Peter says, so, so now, so Peter was saying that the prophets testified and beforehand the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. The word beforehand. The word beforehand in that text was is so. Beforehand, the word beforehand is from the Greek word promato. Hmm. promatoma. I, I I will just spell it. Beforehand, I'm I'm talking about the Greek word for beforehand now. Beforehand, P R O M A T U. R O M A I I'm explaining beforehand where it says of which salvation the prophet or of which, of which salvation the prophet have acquired no 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 look at verse 11 this is verse 11 I'm explaining where it says when he testified beforehand the sufferings of Christ and I'm explaining beforehand beforehand from the Greek word P R O M A T U R O M A I It implies to witness in advance. To witness in advance. To witness in advance. To witness in advance. That's what it means. To witness in advance. Why the word prophesied? Prophesied. The Greek word prophesied is from the word prophetio. P-R-O P-H E-T-U-O P-R-O P H E T U O P R O P H E T U O P R O P H E T U O. It implies foretells events. It applies to foretells to foretell events, to foretell events, to foretell events. So the prophet testified, utter things to be fulfilled in another generation. It's not like saying our forefathers. I want to use your language, but for the sake of formality. I know Kweli will really understand what I want to say. Let's see. Our fore, 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 forefathers the father of your father was prophesying of the things that will happen in our today's day that was what was happening so they prophesied beforehand the things that will come the things that will come look at what expounded expounded in the when it says he expounded unto them in luke 24. don't forget our explanation is from luke 24. We started from all that the prophet has spoken. Then we started from all that the prophet has spoken, entering into first Peter one ten. Then we are explaining. We are unraveling first Peter one ten, beforehand. Prophet to you. Now we are back to. Then we are back to. Then we are back to expound it expounded is from the Greek word "da menu." I know you know how to spell this, but I will still spell it because of people like Tony. <laughs> da menu, D I E R M E N E U O. Da menu, D I E R M E N E U O. It's a compound word, and you know it's a compound word got it from "die." And a menu DIA and a menu. You know that already. Dia and a menu. So dia implies thoroughly. 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 Dia D I A. Now it implies thoroughly across to the other side. It implies thoroughly across, other side. thoroughly across to the other side. Thoroughly across to the other side. Thoroughly across to the other side. That's dire. Amenu means to interpret, to explain, to translate, to give a meaning. To interpret, to explain, to translate, to give a meaning. To interpret, to translate, to give a meaning. So, it means that To explain thoroughly, to interpret, it means to give meaning or to explain across. So what Jesus did with them was to interpret signs and symbols. So wait, Jesus explained across the scriptures to them. That's what Jesus did in that Luke 24. He explained across the scriptures to them. Across it. He, whatever it was. He explained across the scriptures to them. And one thing about menu is that it's a word used to interpret signs and symbols. menu. Another thing about Damenu is it is used to interpret signs and symbols. It is used to interpret signs and symbols. It is the opposite of having an opinion. (laughs) So, So, the menu is like saying, I want to interpret what the stars mean, stars and signs and symbols. And it is an opposite of having an opinion. So, with the menu in view, you can't have an opinion of your own. So, it shows to us that Bible interpretation is not personal. You cannot have a personal say, this is how I think it to be. No. You cannot say in Bible study, this is my opinion. You know, some people say, well, in my own opinion now, I just says no, you can't have that in Bible study. You can't have such a thing like that in Bible study. It cannot be a personal thing. But it has to be general. References of how the word was used, how, you know, it has to be general. It has to be. In this section, I'll just stop in this area. In this section. So we'll take a break, then we'll come back again. So it has to be. It can't it can't be a personal. It can't be a personal. You can't have one come again. Let me explain to you again. The word expounded is from the Greek word diamenu. And it's from a compound word, and it's gotten from dia and amenu. You, I've explained this to you when I was teaching you interpretation of tongues. that it, it means thoroughly across or the other side. Thoroughly across to the other side. Amenu means to interpret, to explain, to translate or to give a meaning. So now, it means to explain thoroughly. You know, even this Bible and interpretation I'm teaching you now. I'm not trying to miss word. I'm not trying to skip details. I'm trying to explain thoroughly because that is how the scripture ought to be explained. It needs to give meaning to explain across. So, G, what Jesus did for them in that Luke twenty-four when He says, "I'm beginning for Moses," are you getting it now? Jesus was explaining across Genesis to Malachi, walking them through. Now, open to Genesis, or open to Exodus, open to Malachi. Open, he was walking them through. So that is why we are raising your disciples. Don't pity them. Yes, pity them on the stage, but at some point, because let me tell you. So, you don't have to... So, you're not going to be saying what Jesus said in that time. <laughs> Pardon me on this thing, I miss me. So, you do not going to be saying... You're not going to be calling your disciples... Oh, fools, love are two brothers and what are... You have to be thorough. You have to repeat a lot. You will have to explain things over and over. Don't just have disciples who you want to show knowledge for. No! Discipleship can't be like that. You will have to explain... You will have to explain and explain and explain. Keep explaining. Keep re-explaining. Really keep saying the truth. Repetition bet consists. Repetition bet uh, consistency. It bet a lot. So, like I said, the menu, another another way that menu is used, is used historically to explain signs and symbols. And is an exact opposite of having an opinion. So it shows to us that Bible interpretation is not personal. Bible interpretation is not personal, it is general. You can't say this is my personal view. You can say this is my personal way, or you know, some people. When you ask them to do, they say, "Well, in my opinion, I just think this Bible." No, we all have to have a general opinion. We all should be saying the same thing in Bible's interpretation you can say oh this is my own doctrinal belief this is my... that is why i said when people are not well trained when people are not well taught when people did not follow the training as they have learned it that is what bets this is how denomination starts somebody leaves a church get angry with what the pastor is saying get angry with what the doctrine is saying then he wants to form his own then he now capitalize on what the pastor is saying that he's not saying then he form his own then then he, he use scripture to back it that the, the doctrine starts because you I, I i'm sorry to say i wonder how somebody woke up one morning and say there's something called die by fire we in the scripture did you find it? Oh, a God of Elijah is saying down fire. Did you bother to say he said the people need deliverance? Did you I'm so I'm really sorry, I know I'm talking to, to everybody, but I'm really sorry. did you bother to check what's going on? This is how are. because you are not well taught you are not well trained you do not carry what they have taught you because if most of these people who form all these denominations carry what they have taught them the same way they learnt it there won't be problems today there won't be false conversions there won't be any issue so a bible teacher Must pay attention to what to what to what repeat it to what to details and he must be trained, well trained, well taught, ready to carry the faithful message that he has learned. We have not even scratched the surface, we have not gotten anywhere yet. I'm just I'm just giving you a surface background. So Jesus did an explanation in all the scriptures of things concerning himself. And the center point of all his explanations was about himself. That was the center point. So he, he made sure they understand that this is it. So after 40 days, when he was leaving them, he made sure they've understood. So on the day of Pentecost, they understood what was happening. Bible and the seminotics.